I can't afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Mike Siegel. Joining us today, as always, or as usual, as I like to say, or sometimes they say is sometimes. Sometimes Siegel sits in your chair. I know. It's me, Kyle Dotson. Kyle Dotson. <laughs> Kyle Dotson funny. Yep. Am I loud enough? I can't tell. It's a little low in my Sound, cans. You want your cans turned up? Um... Is yeah, he, no, you guys are coming in fine. Okay, this okay. is nice. This you hear is yourself? Nice. You yeah. Good? yeah. This, this sounds nice. better than when we were recording with uh, Christy uh, three seconds ago. Why is that? It's my powerful tones. Because I set all this up this time. <laughs> Why didn't you adjust it one beforehand? I adjusted it during. Okay. Uh, this, is a, this is a late night record, second one. We just recorded with Christy. So if you, uh, if you remember from that episode... Uh, no, actually you won't because this one airs before it. Okay. How can you even keep track? I this can is, when is this supposed to come out? Like oh, March? This will come out in uh, May of 2004. <laughs> no, I can actually tell you when this will drop. I know who's doing The artwork is already done. The artwork was done for You're this. You're kidding. I showed it to you. Oh, that's right. That's the artwork right. was done for this. Then we got guests and a couple things happened, so I had to keep pushing it. When the artwork was done, we hadn't even recorded it yet. But, um, but uh, Jamie Whitlock did the artwork for oh, this. Okay. Uh, this is this episode tonight, and this episode will drop uh, the first week in February. First week in February. Okay. First week in February. Yep. And by then, I will be on the road. I can have something to plug now. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it. great. Go ahead, yes. plug it now. Then you can second, plug it at the end. February second through eighth, I will be at Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. Oh, congratulations! At the Sin City Comedy Club, nice. and then the seventeenth through the twenty. Second, mm-hmm. whatever that Tuesday through Saturday is, I will be in Chicago. Are you closing all those shows? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So in nice. uh, at Zany's, I will be downtown Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday in St. Charles at the Pheasant Run Resort. In all honesty, what if you get a what if you get a what if you get an amazing uh, feature in Vegas? What do you do? Oh, I think I do have a like. I'm, I think John Bazaar is on the show with me. Who's been around forever? He's going to be featuring for you. Yeah, I know. I hear John Bazaar is, uh, he has crazy stories. So He's you, bizarre. You need to sit him. You, you oh, I'm going to get him on the uh, Travel Tales podcast. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived in, I think, I want to say Amsterdam or something for years or something. He's friends with my with uh, my concert wife, Suzanne. Oh, Dillingham. really? Yeah, she's, she loves John Bazaar. Well, maybe Suzanne should come to the show. See a double bill of Bazaar and Siegel. She is, uh, she is currently uh, on tour. With? She's, uh, she's managing someone. Really? Yeah. Is this a secret? We can't talk about it? I don't know if I can talk about it or not. Oh, maybe on a future episode of Rock Solid, we'll know what your concert wife is up to. All right. We'll let you know. But uh, anyway, if you're around, do that. How were your holidays? Uh, it was great. Two great. months ago. <laughs> Went uh, skiing for Christmas up in uh, Mammoth, First California. time skiing since when? Two years. It's been a couple of years. So we, uh, how long did it take you to get, uh, get your ski legs back? Fell right back into it, man. It was great. That's good, because I haven't skied in like four or five years. I have not skied in about six It'll years. It'll come back to you bit pretty nerv- quick. I'm a little okay. nervous, though. Do you wear a helmet when you ski now? I do now, yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I, I ski... I was thinking of Liam Neeson's wife. That's what... <sighs> I had a, really, that, I had a bad fall thing. once. I think I got a concussion, but I never got it checked out. Mm-hmm. So and you had a helmet on too, didn't you? No, not at the time, no. Now I always wear a helmet. When I skied in high school, we would ski in a place called Blue Knob. 
Yep. And uh, also the way my penis looks Come right now. Come on now. And uh, it was sometimes a sheet of ice coming down there. You mean, by sometimes, you mean always? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, same with us. I had to learn in Wisconsin. It's crazy. You know, it was like Wilmot Mountain. It was just, you know, but, but a garbage hill. How did you we? Know. How did we not wear? How did our parents just let us do stuff? No, they they didn't on. know. No, yeah, they I didn't know what it was like up there. I got. I never rode a, a bike with a helmet. I never did anything with a let helmet. Me, let me tell you something. When when I was in a, when I, I don't even know if I was in high school, we would go out to uh, one of the summer jobs. Would be you would go to Baroner's Farms, <laughs> and you would pick strawberries. You would you would your parents would drop you off at Baroner's, and then they would put you in this big big truck that had like wooden what, what do you call that truck kyle like a pallet truck like a pallet truck that had sides on it and they would all the kids would get in there like they were migrant workers and stand up and we would fly down, down the, the highway yeah. down the highway <laughs> to these fields it was you would remember, never do that anymore. i remember when the, during the blizzard i think it was either there's a huge blizzard in chicago is like this during seven, the blizzard of oz <laughs> it was randy rhodes was there <laughs> and look what happened to him didn't uh, wear a helmet I was picking strawberries with Rudy Sarzo and Tommy Aldridge. And it, no, go ahead. It was a blizzard. It was like 78, 79. So I'm a kid. And there was just. I, 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 I. And it was every road covered in snow. And it was just like coming down really hard one night. And yeah. so my dad or my friend's dad like tied a rope behind his station wagon <laughs> to a sled. And we all, a big toboggan and like a six man toboggan. And then we, he would drive down the road and we'd be swinging. To each side that is on crazy. a sled. That's insane. It, 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 it's like the most dangerous thing. My kids want to ride their razor scooter. I make them put their helmet on. <laughs> it's insane. And they, they're um, still in the driveway. When, I know they're in our driveway. Uh, we would sled ride it, right up the right up uh, one block up from uh, my parents' house where they still live today. We would sled ride. It was a graveyard. Yeah, <laughs> it was a graveyard. It was a. It was but down the middle. It was. It was open space. There was one path down the middle. Right. But they're all along the side, tombstones. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. That's respectful of the dead. Well, I know. But they, I was be like, what are you going to do? We're going to go up to the graveyard and sled right. Okay, have fun. <laughs> how is that okay? I'm going to sled on the town's founding fathers. Yes. How is that okay? And it is one of these graveyards. Like the tombstones are like 1814. Mm-hmm. Jebediah Smith. You can't even read some of them. You can't even read some like of them. Civil it's, War tombstones it's, yeah, and stuff. It's really yeah. crazy. Um, well, we went. We were growing up in the era of Evil Knievel. Yeah. So every kid, we had we made ramps. Yeah. We jumped stuff like horrible wipeouts. I remember crashing hard, really hard. I can remember jumping off the, uh, like things that were like higher than like the 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 lower roof of my house right now. We would just jump off and hit the ground and tuck oh, yeah, and roll. Absolutely. How? My friend, How did we do my friend that? built a cannon once. A human cannon? Like no, like a cannon, like out of a, like a log, and he put like a oh, like a potato gun or something it. like that. He put like a softball in it, okay, and then launched it. But my parents were like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Kyle Lang made a cannon. We're gonna go watch him shoot it." And they're like, "Okay, okay." Here's what we used to do: we used to take we used to take soda or beer cans. Now this was when they weren't aluminum yet, so you could take a can opener to the top and the bottom, right? And, and you could take the top and bottom off. And what we would do is we would uh, we'd take the top and bottom off about six beer cans, okay? And we would duct tape those all together. Then the bottom, the bottom uh, beer can, you would, you would just pull the tab, okay? So that you wouldn't take the top and bottom off, but in, and you would tape that on. 
and then the bottom you would put uh, a nail hole right in the center. Then you would put lighter fluid in that bottom part, and I and then you would grab the whole cannon and you would shake it, okay, mm-hmm. like this, and then you'd hold it and you would put a match or a lighter to that opening at the bottom, and it would go. I mean, it would be so loud. So then we started to put uh, a racquetball in it, uh-huh. and that thing would shoot like three blocks away. It was it was insane. And my parents, I can remember. This sounds awesome, by the way. I, know, I think we do this tonight. I, I can remember. I would sit on. I would be sitting on the on the back porch, and my mom would go, "What are you doing?" And we go, "Oh, we're making a we're making a cannon." Okay. <laughs> How is that okay? I remember and doing something like that with like tennis ball cans. We we did stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Tennis ball because tennis balls used to come in that, in that in, steel in a, in a steel metal can. Yeah. Yeah. It's like terrible. like now they'll probably say like, "Hey, don't play racquetball." One time, Jimi Hendrix was walking down the street. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. Jimi Henderson was walking down Good the pull. street. Got hit with a racquetball in the head. I always <laughs> in the right sense. Yeah. I always <laughs> wanted. I always wanted to know how Jimi Hendrix died. <laughs> now we know. See, I'm not a parent, though, but, I mean, we survived all that stuff. We never wore seatbelts. We never did no, any of that. So, no. I mean, at some point when you're, you know, do you find yourself when you're yelling at your daughters what, to put on a helmet in the driveway? Do you go, come on, what am I saying? Am here's I doing the, this here's for the, the other neighbors who see, or am I here's the thing. being overly Here's paranoid? why I do it. I don't want to go to the emergency room. I don't want to go to the emergency room with, with a split skull. How many times did your parents go to the emergency room with you and your brothers or sisters? Maybe once. Once? Yeah. I broke my arm once. My sister... I didn't break an arm. Left. I think I, I, I have a scar on one of my eyes. I, uh, yeah. I was crawling under the coffee table when I came up and hit, nicked it. Yeah, I broke my arm and was falling off a of monkey bars, yeah. but that was that was it. I was like five, but... It, yeah, I mean, I've been, to the, I've been in the emergency room. Uh, Rita fell off the monkey bars and... and Fractured her elbow. So. Is your daughter Mike Siegel? Yeah. My daughter's Mike Siegel. Did she wear a helmet on those monkey bars? No. What a shitty parent you are. <laughs> it's at school. They don't have helmets. She didn't wear elbow pads. I know that. <laughs> but uh, we make them wear helmets to school now, though. <laughs> Get your, put your helmet on. It used to be only the and special they have a lot kids. Of friends. Yeah, the special it used kids. Used to be just the special kids in the short bus. But. Um, but we had good radio, bringing it back to music. Look at yeah, that. None of, none of this has anything to do with our with topic. the topic. Do you want to hear a listener call? You oh, got yeah. a listener call for us? Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, David Wilde was uh, was on uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I saw the photo, and you you told me uh, when this comes out, it will be after that. Yes. And I will have heard this by now. But yeah. apparently, you talked about me all the time. Made a, he 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 was great. He would he would he always, he kept saying this is my jam for April, <laughs> and he kept referring to Christy. He didn't say her name. He just called her Legs. Oh man! And then he and then he would make a bunch of drug references about oh you. God. Now, yeah. now where he's gonna be like, "Why did David Wilde say anything about me?" <laughs> he doesn't listen to your episodes. <laughs> That's what he told me. That's he doesn't it. listen to the Murray episodes. <laughs> so, well, you got a phone call. Let's hear it. Who's this from? Rock Solid. This is Andrew Rich. Andrew. Hey. Rock Solid Guide. Yay. Can't really have uh, don't really have a, a favorite of 2014 just yet. Oh wait, we already played this. This is uh, this is I queued up the wrong one. I'm sorry. That's okay. Sorry, you, Andrew. You make mistakes from time to time, and it pisses us off. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Paul Stanley from Kiev, and I just like to say you should dedicate a whole show to me. You should call it "Kiss My Ass" and go fuck yourself, Pat. <laughs> okay. Well, we will definitely do that. <laughs> Uh, I brought in one sound bite, though. I mean, I, I I thought of you when I whenever this movie comes on, and uh, you know you're a big Steely Dan fan, so this is from the movie Knocked Up. This is one of my favorite. Right. 
I'm just saying, the music industry is different now. You can't... The Steely Dan would never even have a chance. <laughs> well, maybe it's because Steely Dan gargles my balls. <laughs> They're incredible. They really aren't good, man. Old Steely Dan. If I ever listen to Steely Dan, I want you to slice my head off with an Al Jarreau LP. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, gargles is, is my that, balls. Is that from 40-Year-Old Virgin? Knocked up. That's from Knocked, knocked up. up, yeah. Uh, is that the part where they're on shrooms? No, no, no. They're just sitting around oh, having dinner. The two uh, ladies are there. The um, I want to tell you this. Uh, Podcastathon was uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and one of the incentives was we did a, a couple of rock solid auctions, and one of them was to uh, co-host this show with uh, the co-host of their choice, not with me, but with one of the, uh, oh, the other I thought, four. Co-hosts. I thought it was going to be with you. No, no, no. It was with one of the other four, oh. and then I said that I would actually move into the producer chair. And Kyle could go fuck himself. Yeah, here, here. But uh, but so anyway, the winner of this uh, is uh, Benjamin Weber, and the person he chose to co-host the show with is Murray. Oh, no. is Mike Siegel? All right, hey Benjamin, thank you, man. Yeah, Benjamin Weber. He, uh, he I have a topic for you too. I'm going to give it to oh, you so that you can you can, I can get plan. Ready. I can plan. He, uh, he, the topic he'd like to do is Canadian music. Canadian music. Because he's from Canada. Oh, where in Canada? Uh, from Tor- he's, uh, I live an hour west of Toronto. Okay, the big city. Hence the topic of choice. Okay. Uh, but he's planning a trip here uh, to Los Angeles, and so when he does, we will, uh, we will get him in here. Sounds like it might be a little rush heavy. Get that scheduled. Uh, <laughs> it might be. There's other, there's, come on. There's, I know. There's I know. lots up there. You can I know. Neil Young's from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Benjamin, shoot me an email and let me know what uh, what size T-shirt you wear, and I'll make sure that there'll be a rock-solid T-shirt here for you. And Seth Rogen, who we just heard from Canada. There yes. you go. There you go. He's a Vancouver guy. Look at this. We tied it all together. See? Bringing so, it all uh, around. So, Benjamin... Uh, I look I, forward to though. Do we have a date set? We don't have No. He, once he f- tells us when he's coming to California, I'm sure when he does that, you'll I'll be, be, you'll be in Egypt. <laughs> I'll be but, out of town. Um, but we will definitely... Uh, we will definitely we'll Skype it. it. We'll Skype the show. Oh, I would never Skype. I turned down... Uh, <laughs> I turned down interviewing uh, Hart by phone. Yeah. Because it's just not going to be good. It's not the same. It's not going to be good. So. Oh, we got to get them in here. That would be awesome. I know. It's so hard, though. I don't know why, but it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're working on some guests, though. We are working on guests. We're working on someone that Siegel and I will sit down with. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm not going to tell you who, but it's. uh, uh, I will tell you it's a drummer. That's all I'm saying. All right. So uh, you ready for the topic? War and Peace. Well, okay. I just I just jumped it right there. <laughs> I just jumped right in. Uh, you came up with this topic. Yeah. These are songs with either war or peace in the title. Or if you're Seagull, uh, some I got of the songs that don't I, have I got a couple. I, I played a little loosey-goosey with the rules. Okay, but. because you couldn't find enough with war and peace in the title? Well, the other ones I had I found with war and peace. Uh, these were, I think the ones, they're all war ones that I've uh, do, but you know, the, the, I, didn't, I didn't like the other ones. I like these better. But they're all war related. They're now, all. Are you going to play uh, Megadeth? Peace sells, but who's buying? No, no. Right. You'll see. Is that You'll even see. a song? Is that, is that's an album, but I don't know if it's. Uh, a song. The song is called Peace Sells. Peace sells. Peace sells. And then, I'm buying, friend. That's all right. I'm buying. Well, he, I, he and did for the bring an excerpt of War and Peace. <laughs> I did. <laughs> read we'll by, be reading read that. by Seth Rogen. I'll be reading that. Uh, Gargles I, my balls. I'm going to go. I'm going to play a war song, then a peace song, then a war yeah, song. Me too. I broke it up that way. And what's what's first? War. I started with war. Yeah, let's what, do what it. What is it good for, guys? Absolutely I nothing. See, I didn't bring that in because I, I didn't like either. That song. I didn't like that song. I like Bruce's version. How did it go? Oh, good guy. Hey. 
Okay. Who wants to start? You start. All right, I will. Well, we're going to uh, fire it off. We're going to go old school, hard, heavy, <laughs> mean. You mentioned him earlier. Uh-oh. Black Sabbath, buddy. War pigs. Generals gathered in their masses. Just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerer of death's construction. In the fields of bodies burning. As the war machine keeps turning. Death and hatred to mankind. Poisoning. Brainwash minds. Oh, larger. Come on, you can't kick it off any better than that. Uh, you know what's funny is I don't I don't like that song. Come on, what? I know I don't know. I only, I don't like a lot of uh, Black Sabbath songs. I like Ozzy solo. I don't like many Black Sabbath songs. Really? I know it's weird. You didn't like the Paranoid album. I like Paranoid. Okay, I don't like Iron Man. That's that's a little ridiculous to me. But I like Iron Man. You do because it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm talking I, to the I, Kiss I love, fan. I love uh, I love the Mob Rules. Yeah, I love Neon Knights. But these are You're with more of a Ron- Dio guy. I like uh, I like. But Digi- he doesn't like Dio solo. But I don't like Dio solo. It's weird. You're an enigma. I like yes. Digital Bitch when Ian Gillen sings with him. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. That's one of my favorite ones, so we agree to disagree on well, that. Well, that's a perfect... I mean, I have it in here. I have it in my iTunes. I'm and, sure you do. And, and never uh, play it, it. It came... I know. <laughs> Although, it's funny. In the cans, it sounded better than it's ever sounded to me. Yeah, I love like, it. I don't like fairies wear boots. Yeah. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a... Yeah, okay. What? No, okay. Oh, oh I, I... You okay. know what I'm talking Yeah, about. I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back to 2005. Uh Billy Idol has a has a fantastic new album out. Uh, this is from his last album called Devil's Playground, and this is called Man of War. Find yourself in a situation, man in a mask of strange directions, arms and legs and paranoia everywhere. You feel the brain slip wide open, friendly fire creates commotion, limbs and feet and brain everywhere. That's good, Kyle. I like that. I can't recommend Devil's Playground and Kings and Queens of the Underground, his last two albums. I cannot recommend them highly. I I love them from both of them from start to finish. He sounds great. And he's going to be playing here when I'm gone. I'm out of town. And you're going to go to that, aren't you? Yeah, Pardo and I have tickets. We're going. Ah, man. I think we're on the floor, too. Which, you know, that's we love to be down there in the mosh pit. (laughs) Yeah. Pardo and I, we love mixing it up. Do you think a lot of guys in the mosh pit will look like Billy Idol? <laughs> no. <laughs> will you be dancing with yourself? Uh, a lot of people there jer- will be. That's, jer- <laughs> that's will jerking be. off, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopefully I'll get a signature that night. I don't have it. I don't have his signature. Have you ever made an attempt? Nope. Nope. Okay. I've only I've seen him twice in both of those times. Uh uh, I didn't. I didn't even. Try, I didn't try. But this is the Wiltern Theater, and you know you've been there with yep. me. It's pretty. What's it's pretty good? What's the over under of when the shirt comes off? Two oh, songs. He comes uh, out. No shirt. No uh, shirt. I say he comes out with a shirt on, but it's literally one button, <laughs> and then that comes open for song two, 
and Unsung Three done. Right. I call that the Navarro. <laughs> the Dave Navarro. <laughs> the Dave Navarro. That guy is shirtless. I, think I, was, uh, I oh, probably man. said this before because I can't yeah, remember. Countless. This is one oh, yeah. <laughs> and talent. This is uh, this is episode one eighty six. So I forget sometimes. Well, when you saw him in the coffee say. shop or something. Yes, yeah. and he had. Oh, so you remember? Him, I remember right? that he was wearing fur boots. and, yeah, no and like shirt a or... black feather boa. <laughs> and it was like really, <laughs> All right? We get it. You're Dave so, Navarro. Yeah, yeah. Just, He's kind of out Navarro himself. Make, make, your, make your coffee at home. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going now. We're moving on to a couple of peace songs. Yeah, this one is uh, from your boy Ray Davies. From the Working Man's Cafe oh, album, this album. is Peace in Our Time. It's almost made it. Mm-hmm. Would you call that a uh, comeback album? What year was that? Uh, that 2000, was like 2000, 2007 on here. 2007. Okay. He had one before that. Okay. He had the um, uh, Other People's Lives, I think. Was this before or after he was mugged in New Orleans? This was, uh, boy, this was after he was mugged. Okay. You haven't read his book yet? He wants yet? peace in our time. Have you read his book yet? <laughs> no, I didn't read his book. You've got to read that. I'll yeah, lend you it to it. you. Yeah, definitely. I'll, lend it I'll to read you. it. it, is, it is, it's, it's a good read. Yeah, I bet. Uh, Were you a fan of that album? I like it, but I don't like it as much as the one that came out before that. Which one was called? Uh, Other People's Lives. Oh, okay. That was a, that was a better album. And he's me. had one since, I think, It right? was, uh, he's had two since. He's had, he did all, he did uh, all his hits with a, with a choir. Oh. And it was good. It was really? choral music. Okay. It was good. And then he, uh, and then he had one with, it was his hits, but with, as duets. Right. But he's working on a, on a new Original album. And he has said no. Trios. Trios. Trios, quartets, barbershop. (laughs) Yeah. And he has said no to the uh, Kinks reunion, right? Didn't he say? No, no. I I think Dave, I don't know what the deal is. Again, I said this, I I tweeted this. I wish that Ray and Dave could get along along as well as Angus and Malcolm always did. Mm -hmm. That would be good for everybody. Maybe one of them needs dementia. Dave Davies? Dave Davis? Dave Dave Davis. Dave, yeah. Why are you saying that? Dave Davis? You think Sounds his par- repetitive. You think his parents put the screws to him? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, so there you go. That was Peace uh, in Our Time from the Working Man's Cafe. All right. Now, Ray I'm, Davies. I'm going to go back to 2003 with Fleetwood Mac's last full-length album. First uh, album without Christine McVie. Uh, this is from the Say You Will album. This is called Peacekeeper. Everyone 
<laughs> I'm on the fence on that one. That song? Yeah, it just sounds a little, I don't know, sounds kind of like a lot of other songs. I will tell you the problem with the Say You Will album. The problem no with Christine the, McVie? No, the problem with the Say You Will album is it has 18 songs on it. And when 10 would have done? Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, there's definitely 10 great songs on that album. But there is, uh, there's not 18 great songs, sadly. And is, are they going to have a new one with her on it? I, I hope so. I hope that's the way they're... She's back touring with them. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's what happens. I hope they have... Uh, I got to see that. I, I miss know. them when they were it's here. It's in April. How, how, do we get to, how do we go to that? I don't know. We'd scrape together a million dollars for whatever they're charging. Well, you still have petty tickets, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, are you getting rid After of those? After I took a bath on those, man. I'm, yeah, okay. I learned a hard lesson, hard lesson on that one. Uh, Don't buy tickets on the assumption that your friends will go. That's my and StubHub. It uh, it failed. How many did you get failed? Did you get stuck with how many? Um, I didn't get necessarily stuck with them, but I ended up having to unload them for less than what I bought for. I was supposed to take one. I had the stomach flu. Yeah, you failed. You failed me hard. Yeah, I got the stomach flu when we went to see Jerry Lewis. I think that show gave me the flu. <laughs> Lady! <sighs> I'm so, I was so disappointed that I didn't get to see that show. Didn't you catch that from Rick Rubin that night? Was that where... I might have got something from his beard. Some <laughs> <laughs> parasites in his beard. Uh, you're up All with right. some peace. Bring some peace to this. Uh, no, I think I'm back in... Uh, I'm still on war, war, buddy. I'm on... Uh, you both did a war. You both did a peace. Oh, we did do a peace. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm back to war. I'm sorry. And uh, I'm bringing my boys The Who from It's Hard. This is I've Known No War. That's from It's Hard. It's Hard. That's a great album. It's a great album, and, uh, and it doesn't I'm, get a lot of uh, lot of love. And uh, you know what? Face Dances is a good album, too. Also. I, I don't know why the Kenny people... Jones albums, they, people kind of dumped on it. I don't know why. I don't know why either. And, and I mean, that was productive for them, because one came out in 81, one came out in 82. And I saw the It's Hard tour, and that was the one where they said, that was the last one. It was going to be it. That was their big farewell, their, their first farewell, 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 farewell. farewell. farewell tour. Now we got. Uh, now they're doing the uh, the fiftieth anniversary tour, which we got to go see the fiftieth anniversary farewell tour. Yeah. Yes, we do. Joan, Joan Jet is opening. I know. How we awesome is that? We, we do have to go see that. I'd go to that show. Yeah, that's a good show. Okay, first of all, you were not invited. <laughs> well, it sounds like Mike's going to get twenty tickets. <laughs> oh, then you'll be. Fine. Yeah, I'll get plenty. Well, I'll funny. sell them to you for five bucks. We well, know what's funny is you just brought up Joan Jet. What's my next song, Kyle? Uh oh, it's Joan Jet. And what's it called? This means war. First time I heard this was in the uh, on the in the movie The Light of Day, but it's also on her album called Good Music. By the way, uh, that is not a good album. <laughs> There's a lot of bad music on that album <laughs> called Good title. Music. It's a deceiving title. It's one of it's one of the her albums that one of the few that I don't care for. But uh, let's hear This Means War. 
I remember not liking that movie, Light of Day. That was with yeah. Michael J. Fox, right? Right, yeah. Did they sing this in the movie, or was this just on the soundtrack? Uh, like, no, I think, this was, I think this was one in one of the bar band scenes. I think they played it. Okay, yeah. I just didn't buy Michael J. Michael J. Fox. His hair was longer. Yeah. He had an earring. He just does not rock. Does this no. <laughs> he doesn't rock ever? <laughs> well, Huey Lewis told him he was too darn loud in uh, Back to the Future. Look, Huey Lewis... I, when he was my pr- high school principal, <laughs> a fucking dick. I hated that guy. You're just too darn loud. <laughs> um, what was I going to? What do you think about Joan Jett going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Um, I think she. I mean, you don't want to get like preferential treatment just because she's a woman, but I think she should. You know, she was kind of a pioneering person. But I mean, and now I love as her. a solo artist. I don't think she has enough. You know, she had what a couple hits, I think, and you then think she and then gotten in with the Blackhearts, and then the Runaways were not a good band. Yeah, she they, has a lot of hits, but they're they're mostly covers. Yeah, I mean, even "I Love Rock and Roll" is not an original song by her. I know, yeah, yeah, but you, now you're in the same like Linda Rodstein argument. You know what I mean? Well, she well that's true. That's true. But I always think either, I always know? think of her as a vocalist. For some I had to reason. put Jed in before Ron said, just based on name alone. Put Joan Jett in. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, They're starting to not, reach, not I think. Jet the band. Yeah, my, They're I starting mean, to reach in pro- I mean, I, Hall of Fame. You, like, I, I really do think that Chicago should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure, why not? I mean, but should, and, what about Sticks? Sure, and Cheap Trick. Yeah. And Journey. Okay, Yeah. But they're not getting any. They're not getting any votes, or they're not. They're not getting enough votes. Were they too successful? Uh, you know what I mean. Is this, I, critics hated all those bands. That's probably why. Maybe not Cheap Trick though. No, but they. they I mean, they hated Sticks. Yeah, always. Yeah, they hated Sticks, and that's who votes really. It's yeah. the writers. It's. T- I. Re- I cannot believe Cheap Trick isn't getting in. Though. I think eventually you'll get to the time where right. it'll be like, okay, now we have to put these people. I even think Joan Jett would say, well, "I think Cheap Trick should be in before me." Yeah, well, but you're a victim of your own success. I mean, like yeah. Velvet Underground never had a hit, you know, but they were like one of the first ones in there. Yeah, you're right. It's so, weird. I don't know how it. I don't it's know all how the it. critics. It's all the critics, man. Does. Fuck those critics, man. I mean, like Nine Inch Nails was eligible this year. I don't know. I don't think they would have gotten in. Well, Trent, but yeah. But Green Day got in. Yeah, that's weird. It's it's, it's strange. Yeah, I, I don't it's get weird. It. I mean, yeah, I mean, some of these bands that get in their first year of eligibility. First off. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame sucks. It looks like the Louvre. It looks like. Have you been? You've been there. It looks like the Louvre. I've been there a couple times in Cleveland. Shitty Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is there anything in there? And it looks like the wall. There is some stuff, yeah. Like, but it's it's all Sergeant Pepper outfits and and Elvis costumes, (laughs) and then just like shitty CDs for like a dollar. That's basically. I'm in the biggest hard rock. Ever, you know what I mean? $20. All they're missing is like uh, casino card tables. I've never... Yeah. I, I, I was just... I was there's bummed m- out that there's they... There's more stuff in a hard rock, that, <laughs> to be honest. Like, there's nothing there. I was bummed out that the E Street Band got in as the East. That's silly. They're a touring entity. They're, they don't... No. They don't really... And now we're bringing in the, the Silver Bullet Band. I know. When's Dr. What? Teeth and the Electric Mayhem getting in? They should be in. Dr. There's Teeth's the, already in. The Mayhem's got to wait. Mayhem, oh, yeah. Okay. And then Bruce inducting them, man. He gave like a 15-minute speech for That's every Bring fucking guy. Every And here's guy. the problem with that. Like every member, everyone that was ever in the E Street Band, like, you know, uh, Vinny Mad Dog Lopez and David Sanchez, these guys that were on the, I think that's his name. Uh, Sanchez. 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 These guys that were on like his first two albums. Yeah, Greetings from Asbury Park. They got in. 
Okay, but yet Eric Carr and Bruce Kulick and Vinny Vincent, these guys from Kiss didn't get in. Well, wasn't that Gene's doing? He didn't want them there? He said that the, uh, that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would only acknowledge the four original members. And that's bullshit. <laughs> that's BS. You believe, you believe him? You believe uh, whatever Gene said? Paul said it too. How did he say it? Then let me tell you something. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said there's not going to be no Vinny Vincent. There's going to be no Eric Carr. And I call bullshit on that. My favorite thing is Paul now in interviews, he'll go like, yeah, we were in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year and they hate us. They hate they us. They hate us. They think we suck. <laughs> and let me tell you something. We do. <laughs> we got money in the bank. And I got Folgers coffee. <laughs> I saw that YouTube video. It's freaking ridiculous. A Folgers coffee ad. And then That's e- crazy. Ace, Ace is in a Dunkin' Donuts ad. I did see that one. Oh, that Ace was will, more funny. You know, he's just playing his guitar. Ace will do anything to get money for drugs. <laughs> but the Paul Stanley one is it's supposed to be like romantic in some weird way. And it's, he's, like a, like, it's like an acrobat. Yeah, yeah. He's in like it's a pirate crazy. shirt. Peter Chris is in a Frisky's buffet ad. <laughs> For kitty food. What did I say last night? He would be. Oh, he. he you would see him like in a Depends ad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm up. I just played a war song, so you're gonna play. I'm going. So to, you're probably gonna play peace. Back song. to the peace, my brother. You hippie. Uh, this is a shout out to April, who may or may not be listening. Oh, is she's this listening? Her, is this her jam? This is one of her jams. This is her boy, uh, Elvis jelly. Presley. Elvis did a lot of uh, gospel stuff, and he was a big fan of that. And this is an old spiritual that I also have a copy of Johnny Cash doing this in Folsom Prison. This is Peace in the Valley. And in that is a There will be Got spiritual on you. Did you guys ever sing in church? Did you guys go to? You guys went to church. You went to church. Oh, it was Catholic though, right? There's yeah. no good music in there. No, no, it's all hymns and yeah, bullshit. it's all depressing. Yeah, it's terrible. You and you got southern a, music like that. Got to see a guy that was just had his ass kicked hang, hanging up on a cross. Get <laughs> his ass kicked. He did. That he just, you well, yeah, he just had his ass kicked. Is what happened to him before they put him on the cross. They whipped him through town, and then they. Yeah. You saw the Passion of, the, of Christ, right? They, I actually never saw. I that. did not see they, it. Uh, no. They they took a field trip to see that, but it was on a Saturday. Yeah, and I was like, not took a field I, trip. No, like the Sunday school did, and I was like, I'm not going to that. How far away were the so theaters? I didn't. I didn't. My mom like, oh, you should see it. I go, I don't want to see a guy get whipped to his flesh. Comes I didn't off. even show my parents the permission slip, and then they just assumed that my parents were like very anti-violence and didn't want me yeah, to see that. Good idea. Good call. I stayed home and watched Reservoir yeah. Dogs or something. <laughs> good call. <laughs> the Catholic side of me was interested. The Jew side, no way going yeah, to that film. Fuck that. <laughs> I uh, reading backwards and everything. Oh God, craziness! If anyone, any of the listeners know that I, uh, anytime I can play some solo Mick Jagger, I do it because I love. That. And they thank you for it. I love that solo catalog. <laughs> I, this is from his '87 album, Primitive Cool, produced by Dave Stewart. 
And I could have gone either way with this because there's a song on here called War Baby. Oh. But I went with Peace for the Wicked. South America, <laughs> Germany. <laughs> Turn that up, crank that Jagger up. Sounds like he's covering a B-52 song. <laughs> well, he's not. Boy, is that Scream 80s. That's uh, 1987. Cow. Got some great players on that album. Was there a, a hit on that album? What was the hit? Uh, Let's Work and Throw Away. Repeating. Was there a hit on that Say album? You Will. You wanted, you like, did any of these chart? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, would I recognize anything off that album? Um, I think you would. Is War Baby right before that? No, it closes it out. Oh, okay. I was. I thought he did like back to back, like as a. I think hey. you might know. Let's work. A double shot of war. Let's like work. War in peace. Be proud. Stand tall. Touch the clouds. How's, is this a children's song? Man and a woman. <laughs> be free. I don't. Let's know. work. Kill poverty. Oh man. It's political. You know, I'm not going to borrow that from you. <laughs> Produced by Dave Stewart. Engineered okay. by uh, Ed Stasium. That means nothing to me or anybody else. Listen, what, what, oh, he, good, Ed Stasium. He's my favorite engineer. He worked. With, he produced uh, some of the early Ramones albums. Okay, well then, oh, fine. Well, then he should have added some balls to that. <laughs> <laughs> that neon glowing eighties turd was you just dropped. Was he asleep when he was engineering? <laughs> you act like I played Ruthless People. Oh, <laughs> great movie, horrible song. <laughs> Your turn. Come on. All right. Well, That's a bu- good topic. Great movie, Great horrible, movie, horrible song. song. Sure. That is a good, that is a good topic. <laughs> Great movie, horrible song. What about, what about... Titanic? What about... Yeah. Oh, you can go the opposite way, too. Horrible movie, great song. Oh. Uh, might be more of this. Light of Day? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Heaven, Heaven by Brian Adams? Mm-hmm. What a, oh, boy. Any, anything from the spirit stallion of the center? Rock and Roll High School? Concert? Rock and Roll High School. That movie. That was a bad movie. Blows. <laughs> a bad. Detroit Rock City. Detroit it's a, Rock City. There's uh, another one. But Rock and Roll High School is unwatchable. Yeah, that's in my terrible. opinion. PJ Souls, though, she's not unwatchable. She is now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to balls this up again. I'm going to go uh, with some Clash from Give Him Enough Rope. This is English Civil War. All right. There was about three class songs I could have brought in. And Actually, was- <laughs> I, br- I brought another one. So if you would, Kyle, if you would flip my next song with the Clash song and let's play 
from the UK edition of their first album. This is called Hate and War. I almost brought this in. I liked it. that song no april richardson's on a private jet right now well yeah i saw that photo where why i can't tell you well i can tell you off the air really and and she tweeted uh deal with it poppers yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was a great tweet because i had said to her i said i had tweeted earlier you had sent pictures of that jet but um (laughs) i emailed her or something but uh yeah i texted her but um yeah she was supposed to record with me tonight but uh Something a little bigger. Oh, I hope that can benefit the show in some way oh, down the road. Not at all. It, not, not at, at all. all. <laughs> not not one iota will it. Uh, okay, you're up with some peace. Bring the peace. Oh, I'm bringing some peace. This is uh, we're going to represent you two. Yeah, you're holding up two. Which one? There's two. I, I had two you two peace songs. This is from uh, How to Dismantle the Atomic both Bomb. Of shit. Wow. <laughs> Did you hear what you said? I, yes, I heard it. I ignored it. This is love and peace or else. I do like this song. I like that. I've also played Peace on Earth from All That You Can't Leave Behind. Oh, right. A little mellower, but uh, All That You Can't Leave Behind, that might be my favorite U2 album. I love that album. I like that one better than this one, actually, How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. Yeah, but this one's good, too. Oh, no, I, I'm not saying they're bad, but no. I'm, I'm with you on that, on your favorite there. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, so now what are we bringing? We're bringing some, uh, some hate. Yeah, back to war. <laughs> Bring the hate. Uh, I've no, got no, 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 what? no. Your, it's your piece. Mike went first. He just played a piece. So it's you know, your I'm piece. coming I just down off piece. of a Chardonnay high, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is uh from a group. This is a great album. I think Mike will even agree that uh, Welcome Interstate Managers. Love it by Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. Album. This is Peace and Love. I can tell the look on your face, Kyle. You do not care for 
the fountains of the Wayne. No, I don't mind it. Right. The guy can write a uh, catchy song, your catchy three-minute song. Your face would indicate different. I was trying to think of what other band from that time that they sounded like, mm-hmm. but I can. Is Weezer still good? No, they have one good album. <laughs> that's it. They have the blue thought, album, thought, and that's it. I thought the green, al- the green, the green album's good, isn't it's it? It's okay. It should have been an EP. The new album's not good. No, they haven't had a good album. Make believe's okay. That was produced by Rick Rubin. Yeah. And then the rest are terrible. Ratitude, awful. The one with the guy from Lost on it, Hurley, blows. What about that red album with pork and beans on it? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I'd rather starve. Than have we, their pork and beans? Yeah. He's an terrible. odd guy, isn't he? That, that uh, The Weezer dude. Yeah, he went to Harvard. Rivers Cuomo? Rivers Cuomo. He went to Harvard and wrote worse songs. <laughs> his name is Rivers. They... Is that his real name? I don't care. <laughs> Cuomo? <laughs> Perry Cuomo. That's, I think that's his dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the singing barber. Oh, it's time for war. Is it back to me? Uh, oh, it is back to me. It appears that Rivers is his real name. We're going to start some war. Oh, it's a war time, buddy. Um, and I'm bring gonna... on your American sniper and your unbroken. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see either one of those movies? No. Unbroken, I would see over American Sniper. I have no sniper. desire to see American Sniper. Don't Something about it. it just looks... He he's good in it, but the movie blows. It looks like a movie opinion. for douchebags. Yeah. Oh, then Mike, you'd love it. Oh wow. <laughs> Unbroken's good. You. Unbroken's good. Yeah. It yeah. just it just seems like a slog though. You know? Like a commitment. I like, what I have you seen the like? You didn't want to see Jesus get beat up. I'm gonna see this guy get beat up for two hours. That's because this guy's real. <laughs> Send all emails to Pat Francis. Oh, my mom cracks me up so much. She'll be like, she, this is what my mom will say. Okay. Like, I'll say, uh, she'll go, do you like that Tom Cruise? And I'll go, yeah, I love him. He's my, he's my favorite. I love him. She'll go, isn't he into that Scientology? Okay. Now, my mom doesn't know one thing about Scientology. Right. She doesn't know one thing about it. And for, quite frankly, I don't either. But she casts a, ju- a blanket judgment Absolutely. about because it's different and it's yeah, evil. And cause, yeah, because she doesn't know anything. Different is bad. And, and I would just and then I say to her, I go, I go, oh, and our one, our, our religion with the guy that walks on the water yeah. and does the magic with the wine yeah, and fishes, the talking snake, and that's the- cool. <laughs> and my, then she'll say, well, that's true because that's in the Bible. I believe. Mm. That and then I'll say, yeah, the Bible is a book like. Like Alice in Wonderland's a o- book over magic. What did you say? I said I believe that aliens exist over magic. I do too. <laughs> well, we could do that. Like we could be there all day. I mean, you've read about Mormons. I mean, well, no, exactly. The way I, the Mormon I, I religion started. Sci- Scientology. Crazy. You hear a, the story it's above it's, Mormonism it's for me crazy. on the believability list. Yeah, and that was like you know only a hundred and fifty years ago or something. It was. Yeah, a, yeah it's. I mean, all religions. Supposedly, are, we kind of knew better. Yeah. yeah, I saw the, the magic tablets with my magic glasses. And I went and dug out the hole. Can we go? Shut up. Oh, really? Do you have the glasses on you? Oh, no. They're, they're in the... I shoved them back up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> do I believe there's a higher power? I absolutely do. Do I know what that is? I have no idea. So just be a good person. Oh, look at this. Don't I, start war. And this has been the Sunday Let's hour have with peace. Pat Francis. Great cue up for Mike's war song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is, you know what? It is, because this is a war on war. All right. This is Wilco. Oh.
Shout out to some Chicago boys. Wilco from Chicago. Wilco, yeah. Wilco. Well, originally Jeff Tweedy, they came up, Uncle Tupelo came up to Chicago mm-hmm. when we were living there. Oh, really? Back in the early 90s. They were the hot thing. You don't remember that? I don't. Oh, yeah. They were the uh, the big band. I don't. I was wearing a fringe leather jacket and a headband. Like, <laughs> I do remember that. I don't think I was. That saying. I do remember. And that would, was not the find, big thing. I got to find some pictures. Of that. I look like I look like Axl Rose Light. <laughs> Wait, you still wear a headband. <laughs> I want well, to play tennis. I do. Absolutely. To keep the sweat off my brow. Mm-hmm. Uh, McEnroe style. That's right. Yeah, McEnroe style. Oh, he wore a, a sweatband. You wear a. No, uh, he, he would wear a. He wore a. He head, wore an Axl Rose bandana. He wore a bandana from time to time. It's also, like, John yeah, McEnroe would. Uh, what's that guy's name? Andy Roddick. Doesn't he wear a headband? I don't know. That guy's a pussy. I like oh, McEnroe. No, you're Brett Michaels on the court. That's what you are. If I ever get Brett Michaels in here, we're going to do a video segment where he shows us how to fold our bandana. Before <laughs> and we put, and it on. put your wig on. <laughs> and put the wig on well, the weave. Not, he's not going to come in now. <laughs> or as Pardo would say, look, that guy's wearing two hats. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, three. He puts, the band- he puts the wig on and the bandana around the and wig. the hat. And then the hat. <laughs> look, if he if Brett Michaels can look me straight in the eye and tell me that he's not wearing a wig, I, I I will say okay, because he couldn't possibly do it. Swear on his children. Well, he's not wearing a wig. Oh look, let me tell you something. That's my new character. I like to talk is about that, is that Brett Michaels? Michaels? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, look, we've had we've had a lot of guests in here, mm-hmm. and a couple of weeks ago, I had Ricky Warwick, uh, lead singer of Black Star Riders lead singer of the touring incarnation of Thin Lizzy. And this guy was fucking great. He was the sweetest guy, the nicest guy. And he's a guy, he looks, he looks like a Hellion. When you just, if you saw him on the street. I did see the photo. He looked like kind of a rough say, character. You'd say, do not to cross the street. Do not talk to that gentleman. <laughs> Couldn't be nicer. Couldn't be nicer. Sweetest guy. That's so great to uh, hear. Brought his guitar in, sang songs for us. Uh, Talked about anything I asked him, he talked about. He was great. So uh, I'm going to play a song from his uh, band, Black Star Riders, from their uh, debut album, All Hell Breaks Loose. This is called Before the War. I don't know nothing about nobody, I'm no one. The whiskey keeps me talking till my money's all gone. The only soul I have is in these worn out shoes. I'm just another monkey. It's on the juice Now I got a new pair of boots A rifle I can keep A tattooed sacred heart A paycheck each week I'm a fighter, not a lover A rolling stone A girl I never met Sends me letters from back home Before the war I was lost without a sand I like it, but man, you can totally see how he got the gig with Thin Lizzy. Yeah, yeah, sounds I, so much like Phil. It's so it? funny on his solo albums, he doesn't sound like Phil, but he says he he he's not doing an imitation, but he tries to. You know, he says, "I know I can sing like Phil, so I for this stuff I do." But he um he told me when they come, he goes, he goes, when I come when we play in town again, he goes, "You're my personal guest." He goes, "You come, you bring whoever you want to bring." Awesome. Bring a hundred people. Yeah. Bring a hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
Do you know when it is? When are uh, they no, no, they don't. Um, they don't have any dates yet. The oh. last time they were here was May. They have a new album coming out. Uh, yeah, it comes out uh, what, right like two weeks. Two weeks from this yeah, two weeks date? from this air date. So. Are they the guys that did kind of do the summer festival kind of thing with a bunch of other bands? Um, they mostly play over in the UK and and places. They they only. Then Lizzie was much bigger over there, it seems. Yeah, even he said that. He goes, you know, in yeah. America, it was it was jailbreak and the boys are back in town, and that's about it. That is. Which is funny, because you would think that their next album after that, people would have got on the wave. I mean, at that point, yeah. that was their... That was their sixth album, Jailbreak, was their sixth album. Well, they were the kind of, they were an oddity as well back in Europe because they were, they were Irish, yeah. which was, they didn't, weren't too many Irish bands. Well, you and, had Van and, Morrison and, come out of there and, and then. An African-American front Yeah, band. I mean, they were a novelty. Yeah, it, but, but, but they're, they're good. But they're I mean, amazing. Not a novelty act, but I mean, like, they stood out. Yeah. Great band. Yeah. So, uh, Rock and Peace. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Rock and Peace. So, <laughs> and I asked him how you say it because. Someone over in Dublin told me to say Linnet. Linnet. But he told me uh, Scott Gorham, who was in Thin Lizzy, uh, it's, it's, it's like, why not? It's Lie Not. Okay, good. Lie Not. Why so not? we've been saying it right the whole time. Yeah, lie Not. And then you screwed it up. Yeah, because I believe these guys in Dublin. <laughs> these guys were pulling, pulling the wool over the Americans' eyes. Well, they did look like they were going to beat you up. They did. You saw the picture of the, uh, of the Irish Mike Siegel. I did see that, yeah. Literally, when we walked down the street and I said to Pilar, I mean, that picture, not, not but when I said, I go, there's the Irish Mike Siegel. She was like, oh, my God, got to get a picture of him. And he looked, then he, when we got close, he looked, he looked tough. He looked rough. Yeah, then, then I saw the photo. I was like, oh, I don't know if I, how I was supposed yeah. to take that. But then but we said, uh, we said, hey, you look like our friend from, we're from America. You look like our friend. Can we get a picture? He goes, bring it in. <laughs> And he was like the nicest guy. <laughs> he was a big dude. He was, he was like big. He, he was yeah. Big, yeah. Have you ever bigger than me? Been in a bar fight? Uh, no, no. I can't say I have. You? I'm a lover, um, not a fighter. I have not. I was in a, I, I, yeah, with Jimmy Dore, but it wasn't. I mean, we Wait. got thrown out. I mean, it, 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 we got. I was there. Were you? Fighting? I helped break it up. Yeah, they threw us. I mean. What's that? They like grab you by the seat of your pants and the scruff of your shoulders and like threw you out like in a cartoon. Yes, I'm going to tell you. Yes, uh, the next thing I knew. No, we, they didn't. No, they didn't. I was there. It felt like we. It felt like they threw us right no, out the just, door. They just hustled. Everybody just got hustled you out. It felt like both I got of hustled. you. I like to. So say you got that. in a fight with Jimmy Dore, or you? Yeah, but I don't think I even threw people. a punch. I don't think I even threw a punch. I, I, got, hit, I got hit in the mouth, and then, and then I refu- I know that I refused to get in the car with you and Jeff Lucas. That is true. That's. I mean, absolute. And you know what? You guys kept saying, "Get in the, just get in the car." It was in the winter. <laughs> and it was a long walk. It was, it was long, a long walk. Long it was walk. a long walk. And, and we didn't have cab money back then. No. And literally <laughs> about five minutes after you guys said, fuck it, because you should have. Right. Because I would not get in. And then your sense came and you're like, oh, I was like, Jesus. No. And there's no cell phones either. It wasn't like, hey, guy, text. Okay, come get me. <laughs> I was like, fuck. That was a fucking long walk. So it was you get so, home at two in the morning. It was such a long walk. That I wasn't even sure. Did that, you end up walking the entire way yes. from Burton Place to our house? I wasn't even sure if I knew if I could the directions to get there. I wasn't even <laughs> sure ju- if I could get back. I think there. we had, we had just moved in. We had just moved yeah. in like that day. So it was literally like the first weekend. We yeah. So you moved two in. were living together. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were yeah, sharing an apartment. Bongiorno. And, and well, here's what I remember too. And I was I, like, "Oh, this is going to be a long lease." I was in my <laughs> I was in my pajamas, and I was watching a movie. And I it was a Saturday night that I was not doing stand. I wasn't working. It was that rare mm-hmm. time that happens sometimes. And Jeff Lucas called me. He goes, "Hey, we're going to Burton Place." I go, "No, nah, I'm in for the night, dude." 
And he goes, no, I'm coming over. You're going out. I'm not going out, so don't come over. And then he came over, and I went out. And then what a shit night then it was. I'm like, why didn't I just stay in the house? All right. So it's your turn. Our deluxe apartment in the sky. It's a nice apartment. It was a nice apartment. Um, Okay, where are we? We're on war? I just played a war song. No, we're on peace. peace. I'm on peace. Okay. Keep us on track, Kyle. I'm representing. We got to have some Beatles represented if we're going to talk about peace. I'm sporting my my John Lennon hoodie Mm -hmm. today, giving out some love. Didn't he just have a birthday? Maybe. No, he's dead. You don't have a birthday when you're dead. No, they're still celebrating people. My favorite is someone goes, yeah, he'd have been 103 today. No, he Probably not. No. (laughs) He wouldn't have been. But this is George Harrison with uh, Give Me Love, Give Me Peace on Earth. Classic. We all know it. Yep. Great song. Yep, that's a great tune. 1973. Uh, wow, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, whenever we play songs, you know, whenever I look at these, uh, you know, these dates of some of the songs, like the song I'm pl- going to play right now is 2001. It doesn't seem like it's that long ago to me, but it definitely is. Uh, right, you calling it audible? Uh, no. This is um, right after, before the war. Should be uh, Little Johnny Cougar. Well, I mean, I can I can decipher, but no, that's not how I have it. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Well, let's do that. I think this is the last good John Mellencamp song. Maybe the last good John Mellencamp album. What was the album? Cutting Heads. Mm, I don't know. And then they cut his wife's head. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Does it make Ryan's face all messed up? It's not his wife. And it certainly wasn't his wife in 2001. <laughs> I don't know. How many wives did you have? No kidding. None. You had wine. Oh no, why? I think you said wives. Oh, wine. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Me. I had two. What is with your family? The biggest lightweights I've ever seen. Pretty bad. We were we were playing uh, over Christmas. I can hold my liquor over Christmas. <laughs> I was home for a week. The week after Christmas, and Kyle was home, and they they wanted me to drink all the time. That's what they do back there. Went, well, no, they don't. No one. No, it, no, no one, one ever one, drinks. So oh, really? Like your house? Busting it no. out. No. So, oh, but wow. they bu- and I had like. It was that third drink. What was that stuff we were drinking? That your Frangelico. Dad- Frangelico. Oh. Have you ever no, had that? Yeah, it's a, it's a liqueur that you yeah. you don't drink it on its own. It's no. like well, a- first of all, his dad was going to make me uh, this. <laughs> you this- put it in your coffee. Well, he was going to make me an eggnog with it, but before he brought, he goes, here, do a shot of it. No, <laughs> no one ever does. I didn't even know they had a shot glass in their house. No one ever does a shot. That might have been, you know been, been the first shot done in your house. Since maybe you and Casey had a party. Uh, yeah, Casey doesn't drink because he's a prude. But um, no, the shot glass they used was my shot glass because it was a Batman shot glass. No, why did I? I did a shot. No one else was doing it. It wasn't no, like, hey, we're all doing was shots. Like, hey, take a shot. Take a shot yeah. of this. And I just did it. Maybe they wanted you to lighten the hell up. And How about they, that? Then they brought me a Frangelica with uh, some drink with eggnog. And I drank that thing down. And I, I literally said, I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't my dad go, really? Don't do it here. Yeah, yeah, don't do it here. Well, where should I do it? And then they took him and they threw him out with his, uh, the belt of his pants into the, the, into the snow with Jimmy Dore. Do you think it's a shorter <laughs> walk from our house to yes. Anna's? Yes. Okay. From your house to my mom and dad's house, 
absolutely a shorter walk than this was. It's probably about four miles from the bar to our <laughs> and now, apartment. And now it's it's midnight, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's in the winter. I'm trying to remember when you came home that night. <sighs> it was a while. It took a while. I came we home and put ice on my lip. Yeah, we're like, what yeah, my lips all fat. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't grab a pile of snow and put it up to your Maybe I did. He probably said, hey, how'd you enjoy that walk? Fuck you. <laughs> um, okay, this song is called, uh, this is a great John Mellencamp song. And that guy, as we know, is an asshole. Uh, yeah. This is Peaceful World. I see through it now, but I didn't at first. The hypocrites made it worse and worse. Looking down the nose is what people say. These are just words. And it has a little bit of a rap in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I, I'm I mean, okay with it. I like the, the good John Mellencamp songs are great. And then. And he'll tell you. And then sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Not. And according to him, the others are all great too. Yeah, he'd tell you they're all great. Here's a great song I wrote because I'm me. <laughs> uh, Is he in the hall? He's in the hall, right? Rock and roll. Thing? I think I don't know. I think so. Still doing Farm Aid. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> Is that helping? Is it? <laughs> I think it's helping. He doesn't get much press anymore, does it? Is uh, Willie still involved? Willie yeah, and Waylon? I think it's always him and Neil Young and Willie. Yeah. Yes, he's in the hall. He is in the hall. Okay. What year do you go in? 2008. I bet his induction speech was a piece of shit. It's eight probably minutes and 27 seconds right smoked here on through YouTube. It. Probably we'll smoked it. through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Is he smoking up there at the podium? <laughs> what a jackass. Probably. <laughs> you going to play some cancer? of it? No, he's going to play some of his induction Uh-oh. speech. Billy Joel's letting him in. Oh, yeah. well, they're going to do a retrospective now. Not smoking, but he almost goes the wrong way. Well, he's not oh wait, he is smoking. He's a, hill, he is smoking, is he? he's a hillbilly. <laughs> oh, he he threw it oh, on the ground and stomped it stomped out. Stomped on it on the stage. On the stage, what a piece of trash! Oh, I mean, he was born in a small town. It's him and Sean Penn—they're in like a disheveled smoke contest. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> who can look like they just woke the up thing the that most? Billy doesn't understand is that in the Midwest we don't know from Jewish people. Wow. You know, they thought he was Italian. That keeps a laugh in the room. Yeah. He's not wrong in small town Indiana. Um, there's no doubt that uh, anybody that he's ever stood up here that uh, to accept this award, nobody has put themselves behind the eight ball more than I did. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, we're done. Look at him. He's already like, look, I've had it tough. Walk a mile in my shoes. Shut up, millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... That million goes a long way in small town Indiana. Yeah, because he still lives much. in Bloomington. Yeah. So, yeah, you and your model wife who moved back there. Have you ever worked Bloomington? Yeah. I thought that you talk to the locals and they, they all they all hate him. They will say him. he's an asshole. Yeah. The, here's a story. I know I've told this one here before. Uh, a friend of a friend, uh, friend does like uh, does like some construction type of work. And he got called to Mellencamp's house and out by his pool area 
like the patio and everything was all busted up. And so he gave him an estimate and then he asked like the guy that worked at Mellencamp's house, like his assistant, he goes, yeah, what, what happened out here? And his assistant told him, well, when John found out that he wasn't getting inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in his first year of eligibility, he went out with a sledgehammer and busted up the patio. <laughs> you think Bruce, Spring, you think Bruce Springsteen would do well, that? Well, yeah. the patio had a vote. <laughs> Didn't let him in. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is ridiculous. Because yeah, you'll get in in a year or two. What is it? I, What's you know, it, Matt? It doesn't on. mean anything. Must really? mean something to that smoking hillbilly. I wish you would release an album called Smoking, smoking hillbilly. hillbilly. That's that's not a bad title. All that's right. pretty good. John Mellencamp. Let us into comedy. Yeah. What do you got now? What are you up to now? War. I'm back to war, friend. Woo. This is Matthew Sweet off the Girlfriend album, Holy War. I spent 20 years learning to live In a world that takes back all that it gives But I do not want a war I don't know what's going on in the scenes behind I worry about it some of the time And I hope there's not a war Cause I'm not in for killing another man If there's a God who would understand that I would walk across highways Great album. Girlfriend, do you have the Girlfriend album? I don't have the Girlfriend album. You're going to get on Pat, the microphone? Pat does not have the Girlfriend album. He's informing us. No, I'm, uh, now, Murray Valeriano was supposed to stop in today. Because, you're going to um, have a guest. We're gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to take a, I'm gonna stand up and take a picture and and send this to Murray because okay, he he said he said he was at the Canyon Club. Should I still come? I'm going home. After he said, after his other tweets were like, oh, I'm I'm getting paid and I'll be right over. But I'm gonna take a picture so he can see that we had a mic and everything set up for him. Yeah, now he was supposed to uh, come talk about an event that he went to recently. With uh, with Mike Siegel, yeah, and uh, right. so can I talk about it? Or? Yeah, let me let me yeah. But what? So here here's the deal. So wait, so, he's performing, or he was seeing somebody at the candy? He, he was, I think, he was performing. He out was there. just jerking off on stage. Let me send this picture. Here's the deal. That's called his act. Don't. Oh, oh okay. yeah. I talked they, to. I didn't know they did comedy over there. Yeah, once they in a while, or whatever, or whatever, or whatever Murray does. <laughs> they don't. That's why Murray was there. <laughs> we, uh, I like the face that you're making, Mike. That's good. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I talked to Murray, and he goes, "Hey, I can't wait to come on, so I can talk about the concert we the, just went, the to. Foo Fighters concert." Yes, and I said, "Oh, well, Siegel's going to be on. I'm taping with Siegel tonight, so he's probably going to talk about it." He's like, "Oh man," I go, "But but I invited him. I said you can come." Um, over and uh, you guys can talk about it together. And he goes, "I'm going to do that." And, uh, and as then, you can hear, he, he didn't. So. He did well, he, this, didn't, he did not. So I can just burn it. I can burn the whole conversation. Yeah. So he can't even talk about it. But you it missed was, a doozy, both of you. Yeah, no, Kyle no, and I no, had. What, what we happened? Had, we had, have, we have tickets to see them in September. Yes. Yeah. So well, we found out very soon that this was not your average Foo Fighter right. show. Well, I I didn't think it would be, but I I got an offer, but it was like. It was too late. In the day. And then yeah. even even uh, Mike Schmidt uh, texted me and said he hey, was have getting it, rid of his ticket. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, he said, "Do I want it?" And I said, "No, I have tickets in September." I go, "Kyle might want to go though." And then he said, "Well," I, then he said, "Okay, I'll check with Kyle." And then he he finally got rid of it. Uh, 
uh, to Graham Elwood. So what's all, what happened, basically? Also, though, I was also... And Graham came with us, with me and Murray. Were you guys close to each other? Uh, no, well, uh, Mike had a seat... Yeah. And we were on the floor. Well, I get a text. It was in the round. It was in the round. I get oh, okay. the forum. I got two texts in the morning, or a couple texts from Mike Schmidt, because I didn't wake up till late. And it was like, hey, you want to go to a Foo Fighters show? And I had a couple texts. I have a ticket. And then a text from Murray, if you're going to Foo Fighters, pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> so That's great. But the then also, uh, by the way, was like, this was a, for people who didn't know, this was a... Uh, Dave's a, impromptu. It was like an, a charity thing. Yeah. It was for some charities. They announced it on Wednesday. Yep. Tickets on went Saturday. on Wednesday night at 7 on Ticketmaster. Yeah. And then... Uh, they were all 50 bucks, And the right? show was Saturday night. And all, every ticket was $50. And they played in the round. In the round. Now, so. I, I had, as soon as I heard about it, I sent... Uh, April uh, an email and I said I said hey the Foo Fighters announced uh, I think the Foo Fighters are playing Saturday and I'd love to go with you so um, yeah. so she was sick but she said she would try she would contact and she's good Dave, friends with Dave Grohl. with Dave Grohl so she so eventually it, it didn't happen but she sent me she copied and pasted a text this is an actual text from Dave ah uh, a w w dot 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 I would, but I only have 20 tickets to my name, and those got eaten up super fast. So at least he did respond to her. <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's cool. Yeah, so that was cool. But anyway, so... So we get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was me and uh, Murray were on the floor, and then Graham came when we came in the car, but Graham had a seat over there. He kind of sat by himself. We, we couldn't... He couldn't come down, and we couldn't go... Whatever. But uh, he still had a nice time. So we get there, and uh, they walk out, and... First thing Dave says, you guys think this is going to be a fucking Foo Fighters show, don't you? Well, it's my birthday, and we're going to have a lot of guests. So the first guest, and I'm going to bring out my first one right now. This is the first song. Give it up for Paul Stanley. And then we just, we're like, Murray and I look at each other. It's like, Pat said no. How did he say no? I know. And you- Schmidt was dying. I texted him. It was like, oh, Paul Stanley's like, you're kidding me. You got to go to find that clip on YouTube so we can play what Paul said when he walked down on stage. You keep talking, Mike. Okay. So he did two, he did two songs. He did uh, Detroit Rock City uh-huh. and then uh, Do You Love Me. Okay. Those are good. Yeah. And so uh, Big Hand, he came out. From where I was standing, Paul looked pretty good. Sounded all right. He does look good. You can't see. You don't want to see his face up close, I'm guessing. But from a distance, he looks good. I think he's had a we face. Should all I look think good. he's had a face. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. we should all look you know, it was yeah. good in shape as in 60 years. And whatever. that hair, the, the, I don't know if he's had hair transplants. It's not a wig. He wears a wig when he has... There might be a little weave happening in there. The but, kabuki makeup on, but yeah. did you find it? Uh, I don't know. I have to wait for this ad. Okay. Yeah, um, so they did that, and then uh, they played a string of, uh, of hits. a few Foo Fighter songs. Yeah. And then they said, okay, I'm going to bring in my next guest. And the next one, boy, I'm going to get the order screwed up there. You can get the set list I'm online somewhere. right now. Uh, I believe hold on, hold on. Let me look it up. Let me find it before you speak out of turn. Hold on. Pulling it up, Mike. Murray could be cross-talking with you right now. He's decided that he <laughs> be here. here, I'll play. Okay, so, um, so Detroit Rock City, Do You Love Me? Then they played All My Life, Rope, The Pretender, My Hero. And then they're going to sing the traditional Happy Birthday. Oh, okay. So then he brings out uh, ja- uh, Tenacious D, mm-hmm. Tenacious D, and Slash, and they come out and they do uh, Queens, uh, tie your mother down. Yep. And they did uh, ah! oh, the immigrant song, the immigrant song Zeppelin, 
And uh, so Jack Black sang the immigrant song, but uh, I think the drummer, I think Taylor Hawkins sang Tie Your Mother Down, which was odd. Oh, cool. Then they released all these balloons, and, and Jack Black took his shirt off, showing his impressive you know, Kung Fu Panda gut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Yeah, they looked, uh, they looked really fat in yeah. the YouTube videos. And Slash, you know, of course, sounded great. Slash did his Slash thing. Uh, oh, the you, Paul Stanley. You got the Paul Stanley there. opener? Okay. What does he say when he... I can't remember what he said. That's Dave. So we're sitting to the right. Oh, we're standing. Right there. And then the, the next day, he posted a picture of him backstage with his guitar, and then he said, "Like I got the flu at Dave Grohl's birthday, but it was worth it." <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, but oh no, I think he said, but last night I had rock and roll pneumonia in the boogie woogie. Fl- I took a Cipro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so then uh, yeah, it was Tenacious they, D and Slash, and then they did a few more Foo Fighters. Songs. Then they did Congregation and Walk. Congregation is from the new album, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah, and then Walk, which is from Wasting Light, and it's great. Okay, and, and Thor, <laughs> and from Thor, and then, and then, they, then they brought out the guy from Queens of the Stone Age. Was no, that then? no, they brought, oh Alice Cooper. Yes, Alice Cooper came out and sang. Of course, you want schools out. Schools out in eighteen. And eighteen, and then they played a few more Foo songs. And they did Cold Day in the Sun and Monkey Wrench. Right, and then the guy from Queens of the Stone Age came out. Yeah, right, uh, and you went to the bathroom, <laughs> and they sang two headed dog." Right? Yes, yep, the Rocky Erickson song, and, and then, he only sang one, okay. which was cool. And then they did "Learning to Fly," yeah. "White Limo," "Arlandria," and, and then, then he brought out Zach, Zach Wild, mm-hmm. and they did two Black Sabbath songs. NIB, and one of them was "Fairies Wear Boots." When you said that earlier, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I want to say that." NIB. What does NIB stand for? Can't remember. Don't know. Not but, in my um, bi- not in my business. <laughs> And Zach Wild is, you know, yeah, he, he have can, the guitar with he the, can shred the guitar. Oh, but uh, I don't know about you, a little little shredding for me goes a long way. Uh, yeah, Zach shreds. Yeah, and he, and shreds. he looks and, like and he keeps and he going. Looks like a mountain man too, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like Duck Dynasty's out there shredding. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean he's good, but uh, I, a little long for me on, on Zach. And then so he left, and then they did times like these and right. outside, and then. Someone else comes out. And then, is, was this the big one? The big surprise? No, this is, uh, this is a guy from Jane's Addiction. Oh, yeah. Perry Farrell came out. And they, they, did, did, a, they did a Jane's Addiction song. and then Mountain they, song. And then they did, they did Missing You. Miss You, Miss you by, by the Stones. Yeah, and he didn't know the words. Well, then don't well. do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you doing? It's almost like they made it up on the spot. Like, right, what, and, what do you got, Kyle? NIB, it was rumored to have stood for Nativity in Black because of the punctuation put in it. Ah. But really, um, Geezer Butler said he originally... Uh, he originally couldn't think of a, a title, so he just called it Nib after uh, <laughs> after Bill Ward's goatee at the time, which seemed to resemble a pen nib. Oh, God. Jesus. So there you go. So after Alice Cooper, I was I, I kept texting you who was coming yeah. up, and then it was, it was, it, crazy. It was too painful for you, so I said, you know, uh, that was the capper. So you don't want to hear this. Something from nothing, this is a call, and then a, a jam with tr- Trombone Shorty. Trombone Shorty came out, and if you saw the series... When he did, it was in the New Orleans episode, and uh, he held this last note at the end, like 
it's amazing that it was one breath and it, wow. the, the whole thing just kept going on. And they were doing a like a call and response to with Dave's guitar and they were do it was really kind of cool. And then they did Best of You. Yeah. And then here we go. And then give it up for if I had he goes if I had a bucket list it would be this guy on it. David Lee Roth. <sighs> Mike Schmidt is killing himself. And they did Panama. Panama and Ain't Talking About about Love. love. Now, how did Dave sound? Not good, but. um, Was he the worst guest vocalist of the night? Yeah, probably. How did Alice sound? Because Alice keeps. Alice sounded great. He sounded great. Um, Yeah, Dave did not sound great. And, but rocking the bald head, wearing a big hat, wearing like a. But he didn't take the hat off. Oh, he did. He, and he, it was, he owned it. Was, it it wait, was clean. It was clean. clean wait a minute. Bald. He shaved it the whole way around. Yeah, bald. And he, he we, copped we, to it. Took we, the hat off. We thought it's not like he was trying to cover it up. He well, took it off. He should have done that years ago. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy's in amazing shape. Who cares if he doesn't have any hair? Yeah. So uh, he did a couple songs. He mumbled some nonsense. Boza boza bop. Exactly. And then Everlong. And then they close it out with Lemmy came. They, they with dug it, him up. Let out it of the rock. Air. A yeah. Chuck Berry tune. And you could barely hear Lemmy. So, oh look at that! Ta- is that a tattoo on his arm? Yeah, it could be. No, that's See. his sleeve. So he's out there wow, on the internet cool. now. He's uh, out and proud as a bald man. It seems. Yeah. But he was a uh, thirty-three song set list. It was great, and it went on almost. It was about three and a half hours. That's crazy. Yeah, for fifty bucks. Not a bad deal. Now, Gene Simmons tells me Rock is dead. <laughs> not that night, He has buddy. not been to a Foo Fighters show. Not that night, buddy. No, he hasn't even really been to a Kiss show, let's be honest. <laughs> that, same, that same set list. We're going to mix it up for you this year <laughs> and play the same songs we always do. Yep. But it must be a nice life to go, you know, on a Wednesday night, you sell out the forum just on, a, on the spur of the moment, and then three days later, you're playing to a full pack. House. I wonder, like, because this was for Dave's Just birthday. For his birthday, yeah. You think, like, a couple days later, like, the bass player goes, "You know, I have a birthday coming up in July." No, nah, we'll send you a card. We're not doing it for your birthday, <laughs> Nate. We we may do it for Taylor's birthday, <laughs> but that's about it. We're the two uh, mo- most well-known people in the band. <laughs> so that was a story. That was the uh, the Dave Grohl birthday story. And we were gonna get one of the mer- best concerts I've seen in uh, L.A. for sure. We were gonna get uh, uh, we were gonna get Murray's take on it, but Murray couldn't be here. Now he's got to hear us talking about him. But there was that anticipation. He goes, I'm going to bring out somebody else. And just like, who's it going to who's it Yeah, gonna I mean, be? you start out with Paul Stanley. You were picking maybe Joe Walsh, which is maybe a Yeah, good I thought call. Rick Springfield. I thought Joe oh, Walsh. I thought maybe great. Rick Nielsen, because these are all people that were, you know, on right. the albums but at least Walsh and, stuff. And, and Springfield live here. Yeah. Rick Nielsen's back in Rockford. Well, they played the, uh, <laughs> they played the Roxy a couple months ago, and Joe Walsh. He, he tweeted, yeah. just getting ready to get on stage with Fubai. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's how I read all of Joe Walsh's like tweets. I like big tits. <laughs> What'd you say? Remember that song, I Like Big Tits, that he used to say? I don't remember that. Oh, my God. You, you, you don't own it? No. That's a real song? ILBT, buddy. Yeah. ILBT is a real song? I Like Big Tits. Sure. Oh God, I don't know that. Kyle's going to find it. All right. But till we... then, I think we should play Back to War and Peace. Okay. What we... was the last? Tra- I can't even remember what the last. I played. Uh, I played uh, John Mellencamp. I played uh, Holy War by Matthew Sweet. So it's back to me. Yeah, you play. Okay. What album is this from? It's on YouTube. I don't know. We used to play this in my dorm room in college. I bet you I think did. It was hysterical. Why, why didn't you guys go out and get some big tits instead of just playing this <laughs> song? <laughs> 
never heard this. Come on. I swear to God. Yeah, you do. Left and right. <laughs> it's from you bought it, you name it. Wow. I try to look away. Nope. Never heard the song. Every time I try to call it quits. Here comes some tears. I've got to have a song from you, you, you bought it, you name it, though. Do I? <laughs> I don't. Maybe you don't like big tits. Maybe right, that's so your now, problem. Uh, now, Mike, what are you playing? It's my turn. Oh, it's, uh, he just I played the uh, girlfriend. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to go with uh, initials BOC, Blue Oyster Cult. Let's oh, hear sure. Veteran of the Psychic Wars. So uh, <laughs> was a, so much for Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> How much more do you need to? Hear? I know that was a good. That was they good. said it. They said the title. Let's do it. We're done with that. <laughs> You're up. Peace. Bring us some peace. Mine's the uh, the the obvious choice of the night, but I uh, brought it anyway. This is Cat Stevens. High on the peace train, but oh, this is an overlap. I was going to close out with mm. this. I could have saved it. Thinking about the good things to come, and I believe. We've talked about it here before. He plays a very aggressive acoustic guitar. Not there, but when he strums. Yusuf Islam. 1971, Teaser and the Firecast. Teaser and the Firecast. Still sounds great, that song. It does. That doesn't get old. I heard uh, uh, Pardo saw him yep. live and wept. Wept openly. Well, that's probably true. I don't know. <laughs> what What would I have to see that would move me live in, to, to tears? For him, it was, I think, father and son was the... Because he's it's got a son. It's time and to make a change. Just relax. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, peace train. Okay, just we know this one. Just crank it up. People know it immediately. Did that not come up on my search on my iTunes? I must have. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is the spelling of it in your iTunes the wrong spelling? Why? Because it's peace of mind instead of. It's like P E A C E of yeah. Mind. Instead no, of, but I, I do a, a keyword search for P E A C E. Right. It should have come but up. Right? In but your, maybe maybe your song is ty- maybe for some reason it's P E I C E. Like you a mean, piece. You mean P I E C E? Yes, that's what I mean. I before E except after <laughs> C, yeah. Kyle. I, w- I always learned it like a P- you want a piece of pie. P I E. 
Oh, I like that better. Clever. Clever. Doesn't help you with that. Yeah, this this, is the only one word it works. This this new core curriculum for the kids (laughs) is great. What they're doing out there right now with teaching. What, CrossFit to work on their core? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, we're back to war. This is where I I, uh, went a little fast and loose with the rules here of this. But this is a war song, and it's all about war, cowboys and Indians. And it just is a, is a jam and Run kicks to, you right in the balls. Run to the hills? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Iron Maiden, buddy. Get the Redskins. I just remember that video. It was just like all that old time, like black and white cowboy movie yep. footage. There was a lot of stock footage used in uh, videos back then. Oh, yeah. Just throw <laughs> some shit in there. I don't, uh, know. I don't think the band was in the video at all. I think they're Were in, they? I don't know. I they, they might not be. It was like all old movie clips. Cowboys and Indians. How do you, what do you think about the Washington Redskins? What, what do we do? I think this? it's ridiculous. I mean, think about it. That that stills the name after all. So you don't think it they should changed be the Washington Bullets basketball team uh-huh. yeah. to the Wizards because they didn't like the Bullets promoting, right? <laughs> but this is okay. Do you think they should change it to the Washington Skinheads? Yeah, I think that's that's fine. Would that be okay? Yeah. Well, the Nazis. They, they could call it. They could call it the. They could call it the. They could be the Tomahawks, the Washington Tomahawks. Would you be okay with that? Well, I mean, there's uh, Indian mascots in, in a lot of sports. I mean, yeah. but there's still the Cleveland Indians one isn't that great either because it's like that smiling. Oh, that's like a crazy okay, Sambo. Yeah. I know that's. Oh bad. my God, it's terrible. But how come no one's coming Chief down? Wahoo. On that? Why when, isn't when I was a kid, though, that? they do. Some of them do, but this is. I think it's the skins and the title. The Tomahawk. Job. Yeah. Okay. What? How about that's this? terrible too? You, know, yeah. you watch the Braves and they do that. Oh, that war chant. How? That's insulting. It's all insulting. Okay. But, however, Florida State, they're the Seminoles, but they got like the blessing of the Seminole tribe. Yeah, and Illini- now they have like yeah. a less... Same thing with the Illini. They have this? like a less racist looking... They have like, right. a pretty accurate What if they just now? called them the Washington Arrows and they had like... Or like a, Arrowheads. A, the Washington Arrowheads. There's the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean they use them, but uh, yeah, it's the, it's the skins in the word that just... Redskin Red was like a derogatory term, yeah. you know? Yeah. Do you think they'll ever change it? They also, yeah, have, I think they so. also have shitty colors. Yeah. That maroon and like gold. They should do it now while they suck. And just like, we're, we're going to do a clean slate. Yeah. Get a new yeah. team. And yeah. Call themselves the Cowboys. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they'll be the Washington slave owners. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of those things you look back because there was a minor league team. Remember Pekin, Illinois? I think, yeah. It was like a horribly racist yeah, small yeah, town yeah, 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 in, in yeah. Illinois, and they had a minor league baseball team. Is P-E-K-I-N is yeah. the name of it. What were they called? The Chinks. The oh. Pekin Chinks. Oh, my yeah. God. Up until like the what? 50s. Yeah. Look the it up. Chinks? That was the minor league team. What was their logo? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. A takeout. Oh, here we go. <laughs> takeout take out, with chopsticks. Takeout tub. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, Fortune it was cookie. terrible. Yeah. Kyle, you're falling asleep, aren't you? No. 
The logo for the chinks, peak and cheeks. Did you find it? Oh, there it is. Class cool. of seven. This says class of 71. Oh, it might have been the high school mascot. Maybe. It's like a dragon. Yeah, it still says like, chinks on it. Just name it. Just it is a it, Chinese just dragon. Pekin dragons. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> Pekin dragons are my favorite Chinese restaurant. <laughs> what are we uh, So that was my uh, fast and loose with the war. All right. All right. I got a, uh, I got a war song. This, is, this, this one rocks too, I think. This is from Use Your Illusion number two. This is Guns N' Roses with Civil War. Peace could last forever And in my first memories They shot Kennedy I went numb when I learned to see So I never fell for Vietnam We got the wall of disease To remind us all That you can't trust freedom When it's not in your hands When everybody's fighting for the promised land Speaking of headbands, that's right. So, what is your what's uh, what's uh, you got an Elvis Costello song coming up? Next? I don't. How many more do we have left? This has been going on a while. I only have one more. Okay. Well, I have to call an audible because you played Peace Train. Okay, so I'm going to pull one out of my. I have two piece and two uh, war left. So that was a war. You play a piece, I'll play a piece, and then he'll play us out. Okay, I'll play a song just called "Peace" by uh, Los Lobos from the Kiko album. There's a man standing on the street Shouting loud above the crowd You know the San Diego Beaners, right? <laughs> everyone around Oh, yeah See a man who loved his land Like life is on the ground Said the time is now To bring peace to the world Say, yeah All right, and then I will play. I have three versions of it here. I'll play the one. Three uh, versions. Yeah, I have Peace, Love, and Understanding. What's so funny about Peace, Love, and Understanding? Sure. I have Elvis Costello's version. You got Nick Lowe's version? I have, uh, I have Matthew Sweet and Susanna Hoffs. Oh. And I have Nick Lowe's version. So which one should I play? Endless brought the perfect circle version of that. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think you give some, a shout out to the guy who wrote it. All right. Let's play I would, Nick's. I would do that as I scroll through. To find something that was right in front of my face. Okay, here we go. This is Nick Lowe, his version of What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. Oh, hey, whoa. Hey, hey, what, what, the, what happened? Hold on. I'm not editing this. Where is it? What happened to it? Did I just delete it? Seriously, I do not know what it just, I was playing. Get a glass of wine two hours ago. Here we go. This wicked world So 
Say it like I've only heard him do it uh, acoustically live. I've never heard that. Where was that version from? This is on uh, a best of Nick Lowe album called uh, The New Best of Nick Lowe. It's called Quiet Please. Dot dot dot. The New Best of Nick Lowe. Because I had the old best of one called Basher. Yeah, and it's not on there. No. So yeah, you can you can buy that. I bought that on iTunes. Oh okay. So it's uh, yeah, it's good. I like like it. it. Yeah, I like it a lot. So am I down on my last one? Yeah, yes, war, my last war song. I got two to choose from. Let's just go to the the last one. Wait, you, no, you're done. No, I thought you were done. You were done. No, I got a battle one left. I thought. I thought I had no, a war he said one. You, you played. Have... You started, and so you just played a piece, and I played a piece. You had something great you want to play. I, I thought we you. had one of each. You can play no, out I, something. I, I don't have another. I don't have another. I mean, I could find one. Okay. Well, yeah. Do you want to play a war one? Yeah. Okay, and then Kai will play us out. All right. I sit here with my thumb up my ass. You do that. Well, this is a uh, a version uh, again, a little fast and loose with the rules, but this has battle in the title. How about that? No. What am I going to do? You're, you're going to play it. What am I going to not let you play it? Uh, this is the uh, Zeppelin's "Battle of Evermore" played by Hart live. Oh, this is good. I like their version of it. So. That Nancy Wilson gives me a heart on. The ring race riding black. Right on. Kyle just threw up in his mouth. Where is the comedy? Right on. They give you swords. No comfort here. The violent night. The night the face so cold. Dancing the dark night. What is the over under that Murray doesn't come to poker tomorrow night? (laughs) You know what? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a game time decision, I think. There'll be an audible there. I cannot believe he didn't show up here. I mean, we've. Can um, you not believe it? Well, here's the deal. Let me. I should read you the. uh, I think I just deleted his whole text. uh, I just deleted him from my phone. I just deleted his whole. But like, you can air out the dirty laundry right here on the show. Well, he he was like, "Well, I didn't hear back from you." We. We talked about it all week. Come down. I. He knows we started at nine thirty. He knows how long we record for. I he just also has capabilities of texting you and asking if you're. Well, he did. He asked me. He has, He said, "So should I come down?" I mean, how many times do I have to tell tell you yes? You know what I mean? Like how many how many yeses do you need? Yes, we're here. Come down. Like you probably had to stay late and sign autographs. You know, I mean, if he if he if he was I tired, you had to stay late and clean up. <laughs> if you're tired and you don't want to come down, that's cool. Just say, "Yeah, I'm beat. I'm not going to come down." But don't. But. I didn't hear from you, so now it's my—it's not my fault. Come down. We have the mic set up you for you. You blew it. You blew it. We, we could, we, I would have led with the Foo Fighters stuff. Did he say anything about the uh, about the photo you took <laughs> with the empty chair? 
Oh, I he I think he did say something, but I didn't. Okay. He, oh, yeah, I think that's when he said, "I didn't hear back from you." Oh well, we were working. If you call this don't, work, don't worry. You cannot talk to him at poker tomorrow. <laughs> he doesn't show up. <laughs> so crazy. I don't get it. Your next meeting, your next recording, have him show up. You don't show up. That'd be weird, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. I got tired. Okay, I'll do it. Um, look, thanks, Mike, as always. Fun no, times. Thanks for having me. Good times. War and peace. Uh, Jamie Whitlock did the artwork. Great job, Jamie. Great. Can we just say in 2015, a little uh, more peace, a little less war out there, yeah. world? Let's do, do you it. Wanna, do you want to plug your dates again, Mike? Oh, yeah. So the 2nd through the 8th in uh, Las Vegas. I thought he was Planet Hollywood. Name girls that he's dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he, but any ladies want to show up to Planet Hollywood? He's plugging those dates. Yeah. Since <laughs> plugging, <laughs> Hey, come on. The 2nd through the 8th, uh, yeah, at Sin City in Planet Hollywood, and uh, the 17th through the 21st in uh, Chicago for the 17th and 18th, and St. Charles, Illinois, at the Zane, both at Zanies. How many shows there at Zanies? So you do four on a Saturday? No, downtown you still do three on a Saturday. Jesus that's a long. Christ. That's a long night. You forget what you've said. Yeah, you you're tired of your own voice by the third show. The crowd's tired. You're tired. You have and a sore throat from talking so much. Yeah. Couldn't be cost effective. No. Everything. What time does that last show start? Uh, I believe it starts about 11.15, 11.30. It's too late. That's too late for comedy. Comedy don't work at that time. <laughs> comedy don't work. Well, not for married guys who with uh, daughters sitting at home. Yeah, comedy don't work. <laughs> uh, f- find us at therocksolidpodcast.com. That's where Andrew Rich uh, writes all the show notes. We have a new email address, rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, oh, and traveltalespodcast.com. That's right. Travel Tales from Mike. Mike, where do we follow you, follow you on the Twitter? Uh, funny Mike and Travel Tales Pod. Excellent. Um, like us on Facebook. Write a nice review on iTunes. Uh, thanks to everyone who has been sending in topic ideas. We, I promise we're going to get to these. Uh, follow us at Rock Solid Show. Follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. Follow me at Pat underscore Francis. Call the number. Leave us a message. That's right. Three three zero eighty one rocks. I always want to say three three zero eighty one rolls. But I we know. don't have yeah. that. We should try and get that. We just have the rocks. <laughs> you don't check the one number. <laughs> have you been updating the Spotify at all? I have. You have uh, been. Yeah. Well, how do people go to that? Uh, I don't know. You can follow us at Spotify at Rock Solid Show. Um, so I'll start posting the links on the Facebook. So page. let me ask you something. So they'll go there. They can get the uh, most of the playlist of what yeah, we play. Usually most of it. Like a lot there's of stuff. Sometimes like, there's some obscure there's stuff. Never, there's never any ACDC stuff on there, um, and never any like Beatles stuff. Mm-hmm. And no Taylor Swift now. Yeah, no Taylor Swift. What if I play something really crazy obscure? Would that be on there? Sometimes. Sometimes I'm pretty surprised at what's on there, and then like I'm I, I'm also very surprised at like what's not on there. So you're doing your best to to mimic what we've played here tonight. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Good to know. All right, Kyle, you got a play out for us. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Kyle. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, this is from Sick Puppy's 2009 album mm-hmm. called Tripolar, and this song's just called War. What's it good for? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs>
Let it never end. So get up. 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 Get